Good morning, good afternoon, good day, and good evening to all those listening out there. I hope you've had a great day, a stellar week, or perhaps you're preparing for a full week ahead. And in that case, I wish you plenty of resilience and happiness going forward. After a two-episode break from our usual schedule, we return once again to the personal format that you've all cherished so far for our two final episodes of Sounds of Ourselves. Whether they're the last two episodes of season one or the final two episodes ever will remain to be seen, or should I say, remain to be heard. Sounds of Ourselves is an intimate look into the sounds that we love, what they mean to us, and what they can teach us about not only the people that love them, but also the communities they inhabit. Each episode is an introspective into one individual, a deep dive into the soundscape of their lives, with focus given to a sound or sounds they love. In this episode, we'll hear from Sada, a doctoral student of architecture and urban design who I had met for the first time just a few hours before this recording. As risky as it may be to ask someone who you're almost a complete stranger to to open up about their intimate feelings on their own sensory experiences, Sada proved to be an exception to this and reminded me why I've stuck with this project, to share with the world even just a sliver of insight into the wonderful people like her talking about their favorite sounds. think of are connected to some form of music so like because as I described before like the summer camps I used to go to I would spend a month there in a community of a hundred of a hundred people and the rhythm of the day was very like not dictated but like it went with this like like a morning song and an evening song and like what I would normally fall asleep to would be like quiet night scene in the middle of the forest with one person being in the middle of the of the meadow and singing for everybody else to hear which was gorgeous that's how that's like that song would mean like for people to like quiet down and like it, it like for the kids it was like a way to tell them it was like time to sleep so for like to end the day but it's like a very it's like a it, it's a song in the language of the of like an, a native american tribe so it's not like words that you know, but you have it associated with like a community of people and a person would like one person would always like sing it every night for the like for everybody to just like quiet down and like go to sleep. And when I was like one of the people to like lead the like one be one of the one of the camp leaders, I would also sing this to like everybody. So like when everything because the camp is really hectic, but then when everything is just like quiet and there's like one person standing in the middle of a meadow and just like singing with like the knowledge that you're singing to 40 people there for like 50 people there falling asleep and like on the it's gorgeous like that's a that's a gorgeous feeling
So like this, these types of sounds would be like, yeah. But like the one of the one of the more like abstract sound I thought of would be like the crackling of a fire, because I'm 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 a, I was like I was a kid from a city, so like for me it was normal to see uh, to hear the trams. It was like more of an occasion to be outside in the nature by the fire, and it's also like an important community community thing in that particular like community of people I grew up in so that would be like falling asleep to fire crackling would be like up there so this is the scout it's it's not it's not scouty but it's a similar because they like before the revolution all of these organizations like ours in particular it was a scout when it was legal it was the pioneer when it was legal but then after the revolution they all had to like choose which organization they will be a part of and my like the the particular scout i wasn't not i wasn't but like my my dad for example wasn't was full of was full of uh, kids of immigrants of like dissidenti so like very politically engaged people and nobody could really see like see them wear the uniforms and like they couldn't see themselves in a giant nationalistic organization like the scouts wearing the uniforms and stuff so they went with like a more free thinking nature-oriented organization but in practice we work the same so it's like it's pretty much a scout like the scouts and uh what is this what's this group called it's like it's it, it, it originated in the u.s so in english is the woodcraft league legalesni mudrosti it's okay. a it's a very weird name and for the is this like one you said one song in the morning and one song at night yeah it's just a tradition like yeah like that's how because for example the scouts they would wake up to the sound of like trumpet or like they would play the trumpet to wake everybody up in like what we did is just like one people one person would stand outside and sing a song like the same song every day but like a song that's used for this purpose or there would be a song that was that would be sa- sang for everybody together that's how like the rhythm of the day would work or like there is a special like there's a there's a song sung to gather everybody for for meals because like everybody eats together so when you need to gather 100 people that are scattered around in the forest and like doing stuff and like in the river and, and like in, in the in the perimeter of like half kilometer there would be like a group of people that would sing this song and like you know that this song means you're supposed to come for a meal so beautiful so your day wait you were uh, an instructor there yeah i went there since i uh, since i was six okay and then for like 
12 years and then I was an instructor whatever we'd call it in English mm. for another like seven I, I went I was there for 17 years so the whole day is like singing there's like singing happening like singing happening multiple times during the day yeah that's beautiful like you yeah we have like I love that like yeah you, you have like a more ener energetic song for the well actually because like the the tradition of the of the organization comes from the Native Americans of the tribe Zuni so it's like a very it's like a very like is their language the songs are in this language and they're actually like some scouts use these songs as well because they it's from the same books it's from the same like teachings of the scouting movement so it's just like a tradition and the organization we were a part of was more oriented towards like nature and like a little more free-spirited so it's like uh, Native American uh, songs that we use for these purposes so you have like a more energetic song to like gather everybody for meals so you have a very meditative meditative song for the morning you have a very like gorgeous melody for the evening that I'm like I'm just like I know the singing voices of a lot of my friends or like the older older kids in the in the organization I know their singing voices very well because I, I like I spent my childhood falling asleep like because we would spend three weeks in the summer and then a week like maybe a month and a half altogether like counting the days it would be a month and a half throughout the year in with, with these people so a month month to two every year I would spend like every day falling asleep to the singing voice of one of my friends or like someone that was the leader when I was a kid so that's like what I have yeah I have a lot of emotions or like memories associated with like those those songs that's so beautiful and it's always all the songs are Native American songs I, I would say there is a lot of like so, uh, transcription process that all of these songs went through yeah, yeah. between 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 the originals and us but we like we have the original texts that are just like written. yeah we have the original text that we like I'm like I, I remember I, I once I think I had the chance to play this like the very gorgeous melody on a clarinet in the middle of the like in the meadow on the meadow instead of singing it but so that's like when you have like a because you have like a meadow that's like a kilometer long with like very steep forests everywhere around in a valley like next to a tiny river so when you play something so pronounced as a clarinet or like a music instrument you're not used to see you, you you're not used to hearing those sounds in this environment so it's like it just penetrates the air and especially when it's like foggy during the night and you play something like this like a gorgeous soft melody on an instrument like that in this kind of environment it's like it's very like it, it can be a very emotional thing for like to hear that or like i i have associate i have a lot of like very good memories or like feelings associated with like gathering with a few friends and singing this for everybody else because someone always had to like imagine like it's raining outside and you're in a sleeping bag next to a fire you're warm you're dry but then you have like six of your friends and we're like oh nobody sang nobody went out to sing and the kids are still making a lot of noise it's quite late they should be sleeping by now we should go out go out and like sing it so that they know it's like and we also love to listen to it so it's like we know that the kids would appreciate it if they could hear someone singing it because it's just like what we grew up with and we have a lot of like we see it as a very positive thing to like be a part of the day but then like it's raining outside and somebody has to go out. and I was I, I used 
I usually was the one to get out and go sing this because I just like that's something I really loved to do and then like, usually there would be a few of us standing under an umbrella or like getting rained on and singing to like sing over the rain rain sounds so yeah that's like a very it's a very community building thing like yeah that's something you have associated with like a very strong community of people how did you pick who went out to sing that night or that morning well it was just i, I don't know it was it's it somehow always just like happened I mean, I remember there was a there was a guy that was a few years older than us because uh, the the way the where the camp works is like it's a usually giant meadow or like two smaller meadows next to each other, with like for a little bit of forest in the middle, and the like the boy part the boys are usually in one of them like a, a separate camp and then the girls are separate, and usually like most of the program during the day is like uh, combined or like but it's also like for practical reasons because having a hundred and twenty people in one camp is like horrible. <laughs> So to like cook for because we like the kids cook also it's not, not like we all like we cook on the fire and like the kids participate there's no like cook or no like building structure there so it's like we do everything ourselves but to do it in like parts is much easier and also for like not education purposes but but like for for the like when you work with kids from the ages of like eight to fifteen there is a lot of nuances that you have to think of as in like the way the kid develops in a community of people and it makes much more sense at this age to have the boys and the girls separated because you you have different approaches to the thing that the things that the girls do or like different kind you have different ener- energies in like both of the both of the communities so the usually like i i'm used to like most like we have also like there were days when it was all combined or like in in Karkonosh in the mountains at a cottage or something but mostly I would hear like girls or like women singing singing these but I know like there's a legendary guy that would have, that would have such a low voice that it was like like a, someone playing the double bass or something he would like wake up the the camp every morning but it's usually like you you have a you have an idea of who enjoys singing to people like you have people that don't feel confident singing in front of 50 people every day and then you have people who like to sing a lot and like are good at it and enjoy it so you usually know like in the morning because in the morning when the kids are preparing like a group of group is preparing the breakfast and then they wake up everybody else they usually know who to who to who go who to wake up to sing and in the night it's usually like often it would be more of us like anybody who felt like doing it that day we would like gather and sing in a group so it wasn't just one person but any it's a very like we like to do it and it's like a meditative or not meditative but like it's a very nice feeling to be able to do this so we would like a few of us would always gather anybody who like had felt like felt like singing so it's not like a it was it wasn't assigned to one person but i like there were people who would do it more often than others so nobody would ever be like forced to sing or something no. like that that's good yeah i would be terrified to do that but i love this idea of like people just singing in the fields and stuff to like wake everybody up or to like tell people to go to sleep it reminds me of i don't know i was listening to this podcast there's this kudening you know this it's this it's like this ancient swedish act of like um i don't even cow herding you know yeah like so the cows are out there And then these like women cow herders would do this like yodel and it would bring the cows to them. 
but it's this very like haunting like high-pitched you know oh, but like that's that's yeah, that's yeah. that pretty much describes yeah, the yeah. points of these yeah, yeah. and it's like and the cows know the songs you yeah. know because everyone's got their own song yeah. that they say yeah. I know, that's very beautiful. no but like that's how it like when when we have those that are like used to gather people during the day just like for organization purposes the guys usually use a giant drum which is like very which also like which also can be pretty like intense but the the girls usually sing this song so usually you would have like the people would be gathering in the middle of the meadow and like when you have kids scattered around they would like everybody would run out from different part of the forest or like everybody would just like sprint to that one place in the middle when they hear the song or one of the most gorgeous ones is like when we when we gather to because we do like bonfires and when we gather to go to like a bonfire that's usually somewhere a little further away from the camp we would sing like one of those songs which is like not every time but it's like a very like i don't know how to say it, but it's not like it's not like a song that you use for like it has a practical purpose like the one to gather people it's just like something that's sung in it's like yeah that's actually probably a good transition to talk about uh your love of firecracking I think it's because like I'm from a city and like fire would always be a part of when wherever other than a city I would be in so like we use it's a very Czech thing to have like summer cottages well I actually recently found out it wasn't as as uh, as popular with like people from smaller towns but as a as a kid from Prague we all have summer cottages and they all have like fireplaces or kamna uh, stoves or whatever so that's like always this sound would always be a part of like it's very cold outside you went for a day's hike or you went to play in the snow outside you come back you dry you, you, know, you get dry you take like take everything off and like you trying to get warm and you just like sit in the in the cozy cozy environment and listen to it and you have all you always have the sound in the background so I I used to spend every other weekend at the summer cottage that that my family has and then also in the scout like in the nature like you you just like fall asleep in your sleeping bag with the fire in the middle of the tiki just like being there for the atmosphere <laughs> or, or it, that's what it makes the atmosphere there so it's just like something that's associated with like family time or community time but always like free time never like work or never something that wouldn't be like comfortable always it's like spending time outside spending time with your friends running around being often like it's a sound that accompanies like being depleted of energy and like falling asleep but like in a good way like when you're just like running around outside for the whole day and then you're like oh finally glad i can like go to sleep and this is like the background noise do you ever like seek out this sound like if you're ever having like a very difficult day you'll like go to youtube and type in fire crackling sound and like no. just you know i don't i don't think so because it's the environment that the sound accompanies that makes it like it's not that much about the sound as in the atmosphere that it makes which goes hand in hand with the heat that the fire produces and like everything but actually when we have like in architecture school we we would spend a lot of time in studios and every time we were uh, we would be like every semester before turning in the final project we would have like a, 
a week of non-stop being in the school often like sleeping or, or not sleeping during the night in the school and just working a week straight and we would like watch like it's also a very community thing but we would like we have screens in every studio so we could like screen movies and stuff but then you just like really need actually need to focus or you're like so you're just so out of it that like listening to a movie would be very distracting and you're just not like in the mood and sometimes i can like because each of the studios uh, has a window to the hallway so you can just like walk around and look in different studios and sometimes there would be the giant screens with just like a projection of fire and the sound of fire crackling like a like exactly you type in fireplace into youtube and it would just like be there for five hours straight with people just like nervously working and this is like a calming background so i've seen that and we had that in our studio a few times but it's not a sound that you can easily just like replicate in real life so you kind of need the environment Gotcha. but then but then like when you when you when you spend a lot of time in the city and like except for example during covid when i was in prague a lot it would be much more of a, an occasion when i would actually see other people like be, have that community feeling and be outside with like with them so then also the sound of the fire in the fireplace at the cottage or, or something would be much more like appreciated so yeah okay that makes sense so for you it's it's like tied to like a larger sort of uh the atmosphere it makes yeah the experience yeah but i mean like when when you're just like falling asleep and you listen to the sound it's very comforting like because it's something i'm used to so for me it pairs well with like the calmness or like you just are looking into the fire it's, yeah so i mean it's also it's also just about the sound but it's not something that you would like replicate in an environment where this the where you don't actually have the fire so you wouldn't do that either no would you like would you go to youtube and seek like a search search for tram sounds and like listen to those without being in the city like b- being at home in Maine and like listening to tram sounds on YouTube I wouldn't consciously seek it out but mm-hmm. if it happens if it like you know because I get lots of recommendations for tram videos I'll, <laughs> I'll watch them because okay. they're nice yeah. you know and they do make me feel good but like a good example of like a sound that I really like is this sound of like rain right mm-hmm. and I will in YouTube put in like rain sounds uh-huh. And I really like them behind like lo-fi beats. Yeah. And so this combination of like oh, lo-fi yeah. beats mm-hmm. and uh, rain sounds, this is incredibly calming for me. And whenever I'm like reading or studying, that's like always in the background. Oh. I think I I sometimes like search for those when I was tired of li- listening to or, like I was too out of it to listen to music. I would just like listen to those. But I don't I don't I, I never did it with fire though. Because for you, it's tied to like. Yeah, you, I, have, it, you have to like like you like the fire sounds because you're like okay I'm in nature now but not just like the nature but like the community and like the energy you usually I usually pair with with it yeah I never thought of just like searching for it on its own never came up came to mind when you talk about these like fire sounds you talk a lot about uh, like community in the mm-hmm. sense of like togetherness mm-hmm. so is it always tied to this sort of sense of community or do you ever have like a just like a like a singular personal relationship with the fire? I think both. I'd say both because like I I can think of oh actually I I do have that sound in in like the city environment as well. I remember I remember just a few weeks ago I went to like a concert 
in in Carlin and it was like an outdoor very like rough outdoor venue and they had like tiny fireplaces there when I wasn't feeling very social to talk to people it was very comforting to like stand next to like in a sense that the fire would keep me company or like I would like I would just like feel feel very comfortable just like being a part of the environment not like separating myself not to be social but like being very much part of the social environment but not having to communicate with people at that point so that would be a yeah that would be an example of that I can yeah I can see myself I can I can think of many situations like that when I was like I can just enjoy the moment with the like with the fire sounds weird when when you when you say it like that but like in in this kind of sense that it kind of doesn't it's a thing to like it's a way to spend the situation and enjoy the moment without being like forced to like engage with other people or like yeah or just when you kind of in moments
about something? And do you think, like, if you, re- if you really think about, like, you know, dive deep into yourself, mm-hmm. and you really think, why me and why fire? Do you think it connects to any of, like, your larger sort of philosophies of life at all? Like, if you think about, okay, well, why do I like fire? Yeah. Why do I like the sound of crackling fire and the sense of, like, community and togetherness uh-huh. in nature? Uh-huh. And why do I not like, you know, the sound of, like, a washing machine? That was one of the questions you sent, like, about the life philosophy. I was like, yeah, I don't have any of those. That was like, my immediate reaction. I, I don't, I don't really like. I don't have a mantra. I don't, I don't even like tend to have role models, for example. So that's like, I think the fire thing represent represents my character quite well, or like the situation associated associated with those with with that represent my character quite well. Like I have siblings that are way more introverted than me. And I can imagine them not having that, like, not appreciating the community feeling as much, or like not even connecting it to the to the sound, or like, I think that it, yeah, it goes it goes well with 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 my character. And what is your character? <laughs> That's a hard question, but like, I feel I feel good in a community of people. Not I guess not every like I don't feel good with every group of people, but once. It's people I have a relationship to in some way. Uh, it's a, like if it's a safe space of people I know well, I get energy from that, from spending time with them. So like things that represent togetherness and like yeah, that's something that would suit that suits me very well and I appreciate a lot and what gives me energy. So I'm more extrovert extroverted that way. So I'm not that that much i i had a time when i was like trying to discover my introverted self i think there is one but it's much more much less pronounced than i thought it would that i <laughs> than what i thought i would find find when i actually like tried to like discover it and like go for it but so that's why i would enjoy a sound that represents community or like energy or like a very like having had a very active and energetic day with like being calm and tired well tired at the end as opposed to like a feeling that would represent solitude and like listening to rain by myself or like being in that situation that's a good answer for an urban designer to like always have this sense of like community and wanting to like bring people together i don't think it has anything to do with it though yeah because a good urban designer is someone who thinks about people and how they work together right (laughs) i never i never connected those but I guess when we like when we go around designing public spaces for tiny towns, the thing that usually gets like the most like the one of the first questions that we ask or that is asked is where in this tiny village do the people gather? Like do they have a place to gather? And if not, where is there space where we can create it? So that's that's like what I do. <laughs> that's pretty okay, yeah. I I never made that connection, but that's what I do in like work. And that's beautiful. <laughs> that's the job is bringing people together, because the spirit of a little town will die if they don't have anywhere to go. It's usually as for the buildings. It's usually the pub. Like if the village doesn't have a pub, it doesn't have a community. Bingo. Exactly. N- not for actually like not for the drinking part, but like just for the gathering part. If the if the if the village doesn't have a pub, it doesn't have a functioning community, and that's for like the buildings and for the public spaces. It's the novice or the yeah. Do you ever design pubs? I haven't yet. Do you want to? Sure. I think it'd be fun. Like, like in a village, like in a in a rural, uh, like a 
yeah in, in that kind of environment of like historic villages that's a great like that's a that's a great topic to be able to like that's a great thing to be able to design do you think people would accept a revitalized pub i feel like they would reject it they'd be like this pub has been here for a hundred years and you're trying to put in new lights no they won't i mean i i mean i don't i don't know about like i i know of projects from the past few years that are very like referenced and very appreciated in like and it was a like reconstruction of a like of a building into a pub and the project is gorgeous and the place is gorgeous so but i don't i like i know it from all the architecture webs and like i don't i haven't spoken to the people in the village and don't know what they think of it but as for my like architecture with my architecture eye it's a very like it's a very nice it's like a gorgeous building that i would feel very welcome in and very good in but i don't know how it's always a little like you have to tiptoe around the like the locals that have like yeah it's it's what we deal with with the with the public spaces as well like we want to move something and but their great grandfather put it there and it's so it's a you have to like be very gentle with some people i can imagine that's incredibly difficult like you want to like the locals input but yeah. then you're also like well this you have to like like how do you convince them that this is going to be good you well know? i mean usually like the mayor of the town in, is who invites us and we try to communicate with the locals but then again the mayor may see the pot like the benefit of people from the outside like with a, an outside view bringing it to their town that's like what we're supposed to bring in and the mayors see the potential like the representation but the locals often don't so it, it's a lot of communication that has to go in and a lot of like you have to be sure that the thing that you're like you have to have your arguments straight and you have to be very patient with communicating them luckily like the town when i where i'm designing the public space right now it was like the scene was already set by previous collaboration with the with the architect so they knew how to interact with us they knew what to expect and they were they had like we had their trust but in a new place this could be a little more um, difficult yeah i want to go back about this uh this point that you made just because i think it's funny the contrast crackling fire is like there are two sort of contrasting sensations that you get from it it makes you feel comforted in like a social setting but it's also you said that like it also sort of represents like you also being tired and falling asleep right yeah and that's funny to me because like for me a social setting is exhausting like that is tiring to yeah. me like i couldn't imagine something that would make me feel you know both exhausting and also like comforting like oh falling asleep feels so yummy you know yeah that's crazy to me i'm an extroverted person so that's like if you get your energy from being alone then that makes sense i can feel myself losing energy when i'm alone or not that directly but like i i do have like days when i feel like being social and i don't have the opportunity to and those are like my my worst days like my least favorite days when I feel like I want to be with people and I, yeah, it's just like the setting isn't right. So I'm, yeah, I get my energy from, I, I enjoy being alone, but I have to like prepare for being alone by being with people, which it's, it's the opposite of like what the introverts around me have. Like, yeah, they have to like gather energy alone to be with people. For me, it's the other way around. 
like I have to be with people enough so that I can enjoy my my like the own time. That's crazy to me. Because yeah. I'm the exact opposite. Like I A lot of people are. I mean I I still like when I when I spend a week with people or like a weekend with people and I go home, I'm comforted by my own space, by my own time, by being alone. That's like true. But I need that for a few hours that I'm set. Like I'm fine with like having a d- like half a day alone with like putting everything back in order get gathering my energy organizing my thoughts and like plans for i don't know the upcoming week or whatever so i enjoy that from time to time to like regroup the energy i get is from the other people that's very cool i wish that could be me you would have had harder a harder time during the covid though oh yeah like the first the first pandemic i was like this is my dream come true my both my roommates are gone it's quiet everywhere. It was the whole flat for me. I it, was like, this is incredible. It was one of the worst times of my life. Or like, it was, I was in a setting where like, we were four roommates and two left for, to their hometowns to be with like, to stay with their parents during the, during the pandemic. And then I was in the apartment either alone or with a person I wasn't enjoying my, like I wasn't enjoying him being there. But even when I was alone there, it was a hard thing for me. Like, I after I moved here afterwards for the second half of the pandemic or like for the past year and it was just like a community family feeling of the apartment and that was like my my mental state went like up 300 percent that's good yeah I have a lot of friends who are like that like people who are like extremely extroverted like they're literally never alone I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, I am not, in, I know people that are in that extreme. Yeah. I wouldn't say I am, but I just realized I have to like try really hard to express what I'm trying to say with like what I say, not with gestures because I'm a very, like I gesture, I tend to gesture a lot. You can gesture. Yeah, I know. I, I still do. But then I'm like, I would like normally I would gesture something and not say it or like, oh, I or like that the entire, like what I'm trying to get across would yeah. be like 30 percent gestures and like really? not no well not every time but yeah i i tend to gesture a lot so then like a few times i realize oh i should probably like express that with what i'm saying or how i'm saying it as opposed to just like showing is that like an architecture thing no that's just me thing that's just you thing. <laughs> and do you think architects tend to be more extroverted maybe maybe i because i can see it going both ways I can see like, oh, you know, architects as artists, artists mm-hmm. are always extroverted. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also well, sort of like... Our know. school is based, is very, like, that's a thing that suited me well at the school, is the community part. Because there's a lot of, like, there's a few hundred students in each class, but then it's divided into the studios. And you just spend so much time with the same 20 people every semester, and like, you switch the people every semester or you can be in one studio for three semesters in a row and get to know the people well, but usually it's new people every semester. But you spend so much time with them in the in the space, or like collaborating on stuff and like spending incredible amounts of time with them. And it's a very and it's like a we're all in this fight together feeling. So when it because it does get really hard and really exhausting. So it's you have that sense of community in this way. So you're like more used to living, like being at the school in a group of people. But so I usually like getting, am in contact with more of the people that enjoyed the group as well, like the group setting. 
but I would say like I would say they like the people I know there would be I would say they're more extroverted than introverted but I don't think like I don't know of many like extreme introverts there I know of extreme extroverts there but other than that like I think the introverts just like merge into the setting as well so it's not that pronounced like you don't have a thousand extroverts at that school but it's yeah it, the percentage could be higher because the setting is like what in it's like the role of architecture today is working in a team like the historic thing when where you have like this was the great architect and he was like the one-man show it doesn't happen anymore like that's not possible like, that's not how buildings are designed you have a co you have a collaboration of different of people that are good in different things with engineers with artists with i have no idea everybody and so we, buildings are made in groups so it would be harder for like people that are not good with like they're very like used to flying solo to be you know like per like very like, good architects nowadays because it's about the group setting and do you ever invite your friends at the studio to go sit by a fire somewhere i've i'm not sure if i've sat by a fire no. with my with the friends maybe at like events where there was like it, it was partially outdoors and there were like fire pits around people would have a tendency to gather around them and that's something like i would enjoy the people would enjoy i remember once like there was it was like a welcoming party for all the freshmen and it was a like a outdoors out, it was outdoors partially and there was a concert inside and then fire pits outside because it was in october and i remember like we gathered with like 50 people and people just like started singing spontaneously like songs everybody knew and yeah that happens <laughs> so actually yeah i i sat by the fire with a lot of people from different environments actually so that's like a double good feeling for you no like singing and fireplaces oh yeah that's true yeah that's like f for me fire always like there's usually still someone singing there or like people are generally singing like the bonfires we made it was like you would sing throughout the whole night or like the whole evening until up until five in the morning so yeah and i learned i later learned to play the guitar so it's like one of the do you have any final remarks final thoughts um conclusions about i'm not sure i think i said it singing all. because now you don't do the this the scouts thing anymore yeah i'm i visit i'm in that environment less but still like i make sure to visit like to i make sure to get like a few days in every now and then with them so like i would go to like the summer camp to help for, help out for a few days or like to the cottage in the mountains to like be a part of it or like visit them so i yeah or the, like the, the thing is like i grew up there with a generation of like of, of with a group of people of my age and we're still a very strong community so we spend a lot of time together we go to summer cottages together we go hiking together like we were brought up in the same way by this community in a sense so we have a lot of shared traditions and like shared ways we do things we like we know and also we know each other very well and we know how each person in the group works or like how what they need to feel comfortable or like we know each other very well so it like the it's it's not like the fact that we're not organizing games for kids is just like yeah that's not happening anymore 
But I mean, my dad still has his community from this organization from when when he was 16, when he ended in the community. And like his best friends are still like, his best friends are the parents of my best friends pretty much. So, or like the godparents or something. So, so I mean, the fact that we're not like in that organization, organization anymore, it's just like, yeah, we meet up and do stuff we enjoy still with the same community of people. That's so beautiful, you're all <laughs> together. So hopefully someday in the near future, you hope to gather them all and sing in front of a fire. Yeah, hopefully. That you should organize that. Get on that right now. It's usually like, get the people together. it happens spontaneously. That's the, that's, that's the magic. That's the magic of sound, is we never, <laughs> it never, we never, we never can artificially plan it, it just happens to us. ourselves is produced and edited by me jan Tompkins. special thanks go to today's guest sada for letting us into her soundscape and as always to my sound mentor doug arianas for all his tireless help and guidance in creating a place for all of us to grow our own voices sounds of ourselves intro theme is the sound by human highway this episode's outro theme is Fufan van gent by dolce all the credits of the sounds you heard in today's episode can be found in the show notes Sounds of Ourselves is supported by Anglo-American University's Soundbricks Radio, a student-driven online radio station dedicated to encouraging cooperation, communication, and understanding between the students, instructors, and staff of AAU and the communities they serve through its diverse, informative, and progressive programming. For more information on Soundbricks Radio or to listen to the other incredible programs at our station, visit soundbricks.airtime.pro and soundbricks.net. Until next time, may your days be filled with love, good food, and endless wonder. Happy listening.